Welcome back to All Nothing Fantasy Sports. This is your host, Andrew Hines. That's Blake Pondstar Ponson. Yes, sir. And that's our new buddy, Sam Farrell. Hello, hello. Uh, don't forget, we're on Apple Podcasts now, so for all you Podbean listeners, uh, you can give us a follow and a, whatever you want to do on there. Don't forget, we're on Twitter, at FS All or Nothing. Correct? Is that our Twitter Yes, handle? FS All or I Nothing. I thought so. Uh, we got a bunch of just basically football talk today. It's not as much fantasy as it normally is, but... Uh, a lot of football talk. We're going to break down the NFC East first. Uh, we have an NFC East fan in the house, and Sam. Uh, how about them a, Cowboys? Yeah, how about them boys? Let's see how about them boys. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll rank the we'll rank the NFC East. We'll go ahead and do that. Uh, Ponson, you want to go first? Well, I think we obviously know how Sam is going to feel about this division, but I'm very unbiased, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. very unbiased, yeah, but super unbiased. I think we're probably all in agreement. The Redskins are still at the bottom. Of that yeah. division, yeah, sure. And then we're probably all in agreement that the Giants are probably ahead of them, but still in third in that division. Now, not to say the yes. Giant, the Giants. I mean, they could take a step forward, Daniel Jones, and I no, uh, watch out for the Giants because they just got a left yeah. tackle. So I disagree. I think the Giants are second in the division, but you think they're better than the Eagles? I think so. Yes, the Eagles. Don't get me wrong; had a terrible draft. The Eagles are aging and cap strapped. I don't think Carson Wentz finished the season healthy. Oh, okay, Nate. <laughs> it's Nate. You, it's Nate. Okay, by the way, Nate's not here today. He was busy. He had stuff to do. Um, but we apparently replaced Nate with Nate for this podcast. So Nate 2.0. Yeah. Nate, uh, I guess you listen to our other podcast. You know how Nate feels about Carson Wentz. He's going to blow out every ligament in his what body. Did, what, didn't he give like a three game? Yeah, like he, he would, said three games yeah. and he blows his knee out. Yeah, he's going to blow that out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Nick Foles is not there to save him anymore. Who is their backup? Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jalen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. well. But not a big Jalen Hurts translation. I guess they're on the Wildcat. You know, so fun. Sam Sam thinks the Giants will get second. I, I, and honestly, I don't hate that. I don't hate the Giants getting second. I just hate the Giants' defense, so that's the only reason that I'm not going to pick the Giants for second because uh, they don't really have a defense. Well, that's the Jason Garrett offense now that you've been raving about. Well, they <laughs> were the number one offense statistically in the league last year. You know, so – the Cowboys' problem is their defense, you know. And they even have they have the talent. They've got the running. They've got the linebackers that everyone raves about that I think are overrated. Uh, Van Der Esch, very good, I, overrated. I'm the opposite. I think, well, no, you're right. Yeah, Van Der Esch is overrated. Jalen Smith is nice. Yeah, Jalen Smith's not. He's fast. Jalen Smith's very fast. Van Der yeah. Esch is just a sheer tackler, and that's really all he is. Uh, he doesn't get takeaways. He doesn't blow up plays up the middle. He's not a great uh, run help guy. But I do think Jalen Smith gets too aggressive sometimes and tries to do too much on defense and ends up being out of his position. But what you love about that is the fact that Jalen Smith can do that, that he has the athleticism to do that. Um, but we're not really to the Cowboys yet. We'll wait to uh, finish talking about them because I think yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to have them at the top of the division too. Um so we're at the Eagles and Giants. Who's who do you got there, Ponson? I'm still gonna go with the Eagles. I know I mean hey, they did even win they won the division last year by a game. What was it? Yeah, was it, what, yeah, it was by one. Uh, okay. So and I mean they did have a lot of injuries and in wide receivers. Uh they had some struggles on the defense. But I mean really when you look at the roster, they did bring in the wide receiver Jalen Ray at TCU. I, I do think he's probably the next. The only thing I hate about that is that Justin Jefferson was still available and they didn't take Justin yeah. Jefferson. There was better receivers on the board. There. Yeah. I think Rager, com- I mean, they've already said, you know, skill set-wise he compares to Deshaun Jackson. But well, you have Deshaun Jackson. Well, but let's say. I mean, An old Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah, who played, what, two or three games last year? But you dra- uh, So they're already expecting him not to play then. They're not expecting Deshaun Jackson to be healthy. So if you are uh, interested in fantasy football this week, don't draft Deshaun Jackson. Because the Eagles are telling you that with their draft, basically, yes. Yeah, and I mean, he, you know, he's getting up there in age, and it's just one of those things where, I mean, yeah, it's probably good to go ahead and get a guy who's younger, but yet still plays the same role that Deshaun Jackson does. So, I mean, I think Rager, Rager will fit in their offense nicely, and then obviously you've still got the two tight end sets with Goddard and Ertz, and defensively. They did bring in Darius Slay, so I, that, I did, that is a boost for them on the defense side. But it just kind of depends on – I mean, their defense was at times was terrible last year. Just what, against the Falcons, they get they lose the game. Yeah. Lose the game on, like, the last second play to Julio, and it just – Well, that was a super high-scoring game, though, I yeah. think. 
Yeah. And I mean, their offense was inconsistent. Uh, I mean, I'm curious to see how the running back situation plays out. Obviously, they're kind of, you know, from listening to coach speak and whatnot, they're high on Miles Sanders and then Boston Scott being the third down scat back kind of guy. But looking at the past, like Doug Peterson's never given a guy just the lion's share of touches, and he's always gone committee-wise, but he's also haven't, never had a guy of Sanders' caliber, so I'm curious to see how that turns out. But I'll just take the Eagles off of, you know, little roster turnover. They did bring in a few good pieces, so I just think they're going to be a little better. I'll take the Eagles because I don't think Carson Wentz is going to get hurt like you all do. <laughs> I, and he can be a top-five quarterback in the league if he's healthy. Yeah, I mean, on my pick, like, I if, if Carson Wentz stays healthy – I think they finish second in the division. But if he gets I hurt, think if Carson like, Wentz stays healthy, he they compete for that division. Like, he's better than Dak. Talent-wise, he's better. Hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to get into that right now. but He, he is. <laughs> like, I mean, he's just – he has less weapons and better numbers. Okay, how does he have less weapons? If you look at last year, everybody always – everyone always talks so about how the Eagles receivers are worse when the Cowboys led the league in drops for receivers. Well, that's because Amari Cooper can't catch. Okay, but I'm saying everyone, no, no, all, no. everyone always have, said that was the Zeke. downfall of the Eagles. You still Amari Cooper. You still had Randall Cobb. You had you had all the weapons you needed, and you were the number one offense because you had all those weapons. The Eagles don't have weapons. Who was their number one back last year? Miles Sanders. Yeah, for the most part, with a mixture of Jordan Howard. Who was their number one receiver last year? Nelson Aguilar. It was. I think what – well, technically Ertz – It was a revolving door. Ertz, yeah, Ertz. Ertz and Goddard were yeah. like the one and two in receiving. Their receiver was two tight ends. Yeah. But at that point, it was they were just – I mean, they, they were bringing in guys off the streets to play yeah. wide receiver. I mean, they had what, Greg Ward at the end of the year? Greg he, yeah. Ward. Nice. Who was a Heisman. Ortega Whiteside, he played some. Yeah. Mac Hollins, just – I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, they were hurting at receiver. And it just – I think for them to win the division uh, – I mean, they had a injured Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, Al- Alshon yeah. was hurt. Deshaun Jackson was hurt. It just Aguilar had to step up. But I mean, I, I mean, for them to still win the division and have all those issues, I just think that I mean that that's probably why I took them at, them at two over the Giants. Well, definitely why I took them at two over the Giants. But I do think it'll still be close between the Eagles and Cowboys again, and probably come down to you know one of their I don't know when they play in the schedule, but one of their last games it'll probably come down to whoever wins that game will yeah. take the division. The Cowboys always seem to find a way to go eight and eight, or well, nine I mean, and seven, or ten and six. You look at last year; that was the Cowboys' division to take. Yeah, and no, oh. all the blame was put on the coaching staff, which I agree with. I think I they had too many weapons to finish the way they finished. So, if a guy goes over four with three Ks in a game, you blame the manager for that. <laughs> and bringing baseball? up, bringing up baseball. Are, are you bringing? <laughs> I mean, are you blaming the manager because a guy couldn't hit? Well, you're blaming. You're I mean, blaming if the, if the manager's calling those pitches, couldn't, couldn't finish plays. I mean, not not pitches, but like if that's not, I, I it's mean, hard to compare well, that. Yeah, I mean, com, I mean, yeah, I will say compare, no, bl- comparing well, the no, two no, sports. What I'm comparing but, is that you're blaming a coach for how the players played. I'm talking you're about blame, situational play calling. I'm not talking about they had the number one offense. Okay, those are empty stats for the most part against bad teams. Against, I mean, you lost to bad teams. You lost to the Jets. That's what I'm saying, and we <laughs> barely scored against the Jets. You lost because you didn't make a field goal at the end of the game, but there was also plays in the game that could have been stopped. They had two runs that were, what, 22 yards or something like that from Le'Veon Bell? Well, I'm saying that can be pointed to the coach staff not preparing them, like, in the Cowboys. How? Anything over 20 yards. They showed up to that game, and it seemed like they just weren't taking them seriously. Especially by Le'Veon Bell, who's not that fast anymore. If he's beating your guys, your guys aren't rallying to the ball. That just means that... I think a lot of it. I mean, I mean, I don't think you can blame you know one set of oh it's the coaches yeah. oh it's the play. I mean, it, I mean it's just a combination like you know. Well, your defense didn't that, finish games. Like your you know that okay looks like the, looked like the Texans defense in that Chiefs game. The I mean often when you look at the offense, I mean the offense produced against the teams that it should have produced against. It didn't quite you know it struggled against teams that it you know look probably at that Green Bay game. Again. Oh, no, Aaron jo- Aaron Jones. I don't look at any Green Bay game against Cowboys. That mm. has bad memories for me. Aaron well, Jones. the Cowboys had that game won until the end of the game. Yeah. Or were they getting blown out all game? 
Mm, that was the blowout. Was it the yeah, blowout? And then I they, think Aaron they Jones up, went off that game. Like, I had trash, I had Aaron Jones in one of my leagues. Like trash point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Cowboys kind of made it close at the end. Aaron Jones took over that game. Well, that's what I'm saying though. That's yards that are put towards you know this number one offense you keep talking about. Well, which, you came back and then you gave up a touchdown to end the game. That was a dagger. You gave up like forty something points in that game. Your offense scored thirty something. All I'm saying is the the stats say one thing, but if you actually watch the games, it's a whole other story. You see the defense giving up points yeah. that they should be giving up. I just want to get back to this the the Rager pick. Oh, that was bad. I mean, it, like you you said, that's a good like weapon. It's like Deshaun Jackson type. But look at who Wentz's favorite target is on that team. It's Austin Jeffrey. Yeah. Well, who what receiver was available? Last year it was Zach Ertz. Well, I'm saying like who does, he throws to more big body receivers because they can catch the ball. I guess I don't know. I just feel like his he he likes those receivers more than a speed type guy. Yeah, which Justin no. Jefferson would have fit that role Wait, better. Yeah, no, I agree. They should have taken Justin Jefferson. He was way better and a better fit. Oh, and I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not saying I mean, heck, I like I like Jefferson, especially where he landed. I know I probably would have. I probably like Jefferson landing on the Vikings more than I would have if he landed on the Eagles. I'll say that because, you know, he lands at the number. As the number two in that offense, but the Eagles yeah. should have picked Jefferson. Oh yeah, and I mean, I'm not he saying he comes in probably at the number two in that offense, behind maybe number three behind Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I mean, it just and it, obviously the the health of their wide receivers because they're already talking about Alshon's probably going to miss some weeks because uh, he's still recovering. I can't remember. I can't remember. I get so confused. I mean, he's going to be on injuries. and off regardless. But yeah, and I just think as far as you know the roles in that offense, like I mean. Rager's going to do his role. Like, yeah, every quarterback's going to have a certain a certain type like, of receiver he, he has, likes to throw to. Rager's going to have his role, but I feel like he's a speed receiver, and I think those are – I don't know, I feel like they could have found a receiver of that type later in the draft. Well, he's he's a slants guy. He's going to he's gonna break you off on some five-yard out routes or slant routes, and he's going to get his 10, 11 yards at a time, mm-hmm. as where a guy like Justin Jefferson can run down the field and go catch the ball and catch it over somebody. Like he did in the national championship game last year. But I mean, he he wasn't he's an off the streets kind of guy, but Greg Ward in that role like in the last year, didn't he looked great. he looked okay. But he didn't but he didn't like fly he wasn't flashy, he didn't show out. He was just yeah. good. Like he was just like, Well, yeah, he's serviceable. Like he'll work. But that's not what you're looking for in a first round draft. Yeah. Game. And then I I don't know. Anyways, we spent a lot of time on this division anyway. <laughs> uh it's a fun division. Yeah, it, well, it's just – it's such a bad division. The division itself is just – It's a bad division, but it's definitely the most popular division. Well, because the Cowboys are America's team. It's almost yeah. like some years you look at the division and you're like, okay, are these teams like trying not to win the division? Like, are we – Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Remember but, when RG3 yeah. and the Redskins were running that division? <laughs> that was good times. I liked yeah. RG3. He was fun. I didn't mind when he would win. That's, Eli, yeah. Eli and the Giants. It, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah. Getting Very, in as the wild card and winning the Super Bowl and – Ending perfect seasons. That was mm. fun. Um, what do we got for us today, Ponson? What do we got? Are we ranking off-season moves today? So today we are actually going to look at different teams' off-seasons, you know, what they did, free agency, trades, drafts, and we're actually going to go through and kind of give you, you know, somewhat of a consensus top five of who we agree and a bottom five of who we think had a bad off-season. And, you know, we'll talk about, you know, some teams were all in agreement uh, then we might throw in, we might throw in a team or two that you know one of us might think had a good or bad off season that the other ones might not agree with. But we'll just kind of we'll work through and we can start with. We want to start with the bottom or the top. Uh, let's start with the bottom end with mm. the top. Okay, yeah, we'll start at the bottom. So, and I'm sure obviously the team at the very bottom we probably all can agree on Houston, that same thing, that same team, Texans. Yep. Yeah. So you get rid of your best player for a bag of chips and a bad contract. Yep. It's kind of. Kind of what we're at, and I mean, granted, you go and help your defense in the draft, and you you draft With what a fan, second round D tackle. Well, I mean, they also lost Reader, so yeah, uh, he was overrated. Uh, he like, if you watched their games last year, he was lazy. I mean, he was good. He went bad. DJ Reader wasn't, but he was still kind of lazy. And I still think, even with all the, you know, everybody throwing a fit about Hopkins leave or them trading Hopkins and. Yes, we do bring in David Johnson on a eh, not not so great contract, but terrible contract. I mean, for as 
bad of an offseason as it was or it has been, I mean, they can still win. That it, I mean, it's not like division. it's not like the other three teams in the division are just you know, it's not like they just took over and said, oh, yeah, this they're, is our they're division. still like, playing the division. It's it's within reach. You know, now it's going to be a little tougher not having, you know, the probably the second best, third best receiver in the league. Yeah, I'd say they they, to, they slightly salvaged it with the Brandon Cooks trade. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, he's bounced around the league, and they've got. You know oh, what we? Is. They are just Deshaun's yeah, going to be throwing to just these little six foot and under yeah. wide receivers, just peppering them with targets. If, or if Will Fuller stays healthy, yeah, it's no, another. Offense. If Will Fuller sta- stays but, healthy, but he's, he's not. Shot. There's, you hope he does. Oh, if I he, mean, with his history, I don't see it happening. If I mean, good things could happen because we, we've that's shown why they pulled the trigger on that trade was because they're they're baiting on Will Fuller staying healthy. I think that's what's yeah. happening there. I mean, I think he has Miles Austin hamstrings, but come on, God. Hey, he was awesome, though, for a few years. Yeah, he's awesome when he's playing. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that phrase, but that was good. Uh, so, huge Texans are the last, and uh, that's really disappointing for all of us. Who do we have second to last, Sam? I have the Bears second to last. That's not a bad pick. I mean, they traded for a, a Nick t- Foles that performed very poorly in Jacksonville. In his I mean, granted, he played, what, four games? And yeah, he broke but his collarbone and all. But still, even when he played, he was bad, and he's they just picked up a contract that is just. I mean, the Jags ate a lot of the contract, but they're still paying Nick Foles eight million a year. Yeah. to play, to probably but. back up somebody who's awful. And and then and then after that, I mean, they overpaid for Jimmy Graham. Yeah, they did, which was a bad move. Uh, they gave Robert Quinn a giant contract. Wait, wasn't he a Cowboys guy? Yeah, Robert he Quinn. was. He was. He had a nice year last year, but I mean, I. Across from Demarcus Lawrence, I feel like his numbers are slightly inflated because I mean, now Lawrence he's got double teams. Mac that he's playing with. That's so. true, but I mean he is an older guy and he got a five year contract. So oh, that's tough. Uh, hmm. I think my second to worst actually is probably going to be Green Bay. Just that draft alone was just garbage. That was awful. Like you, you can't do that. Um, and I think I guess ultimately we probably all agree on this is ultimately it came down to. Them not essentially addressing Anything the one need now and now and I've seen you know I've heard other podcasts I've I've read articles where you know that was that was the that was the coaching coaching staff in front office showing that you know hey you know say this will be the second year under Matt Lafleur these receivers are all going to be the same receivers from the previous year so they just they kind of I guess some people said they just wanted to keep the continuity in the receiver room and not have to worry about bringing other other guys to learn a new system. And what so about then, when Aaron Rodgers said I need another receiver? And 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 that's where that's where a lot of people want to fire yeah, back and say, well, you know, your quarterback's asking for receivers and you don't go get that. So, and that's one reason why I think I mean, yeah, it was kind not, of a iffy offseason. Only did they not get a receiver, they went and got a quarterback who is supposed to replace Aaron Rodgers. Who's which not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, which I think Aaron Rodgers still has a couple of years left. Well, he's got 4 years left on his contract. Yeah. Well, I think I think it was a bad move cuz Aaron, they still have a window there, and yeah, they I feel a, like they, they started. They started trying to kind of rebuild or prepare for the future before they, they needed to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. And you got here's the thing, you've got a you got a few quarterbacks coming up through college. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Jordan Love isn't someone who I would trust my future in. No, and get in the first round. I completely agree. And they're not. They don't have Bill Belichick, who can make something out of absolutely yeah. nothing. Mm. And then not even that, they go get a halfback in the second round when you have Aaron Jones who just come up a nice year. And and I think we and, and there was, I think we touched on that a little bit when we talked about the running back rankings because obviously I think consensus we had Jones in the top ten and just from reports and listening to you know people talk around before and after the draft it's like I think they already said from the beginning that they wanted to add more depth to the running back room but because you I think, added a guy that's only going to play around the goal line which he's I, not going to get any touches. You know, anywhere else on the field, I think he. I mean, he could probably help him out at the goal line, and that's about it. Uh, I mean, maybe third and shorts. Oh yeah, definitely because he's or what, fourth and shorts. He's what six three two fifty. Yeah, AJ um, Dillon's yeah. a massive beast. Uh, Ponza, who do you have as second to last? Uh, well, I mean, not really second to last, but because I think we've already touched on. You know, I had the Packers in my bottom five, and the the other two teams, the Texans and. Who else did we talk about? Who else you got in your bottom five? That, uh, those are the only teams that we've talked about. I actually about. have the Rams in my bottom five. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I and a lot of that is your, you know, you lose Todd Gurley. Uh, your offensive line is still not great. Not good. Uh, 
Andrew Whitworth is still coming back at left tackle, so, I mean, nothing really was addressed there. And, I mean, you really didn't see a whole lot of defensive changes or improvements to it. So, I mean, and that's ultimately why I have the Rams at the bottom five of offseason. So. And the fact that you, uh, you're you not paying Todd Gurley right now that you should be. I mean, this is something that we've kind of seen coming for the Rams for a few years now. They they spent a lot of money going all in on Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we knew they were going to be cap-strapped eventually and not be able to retain players. So, I mean... What, lo- do, you, what do you do with Aaron Donald? You want, you want to know my hot take? Trade him. You're not going to compete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trade him. See, I just... Oh, I mean, it's hard to say that about a guy like Aaron Donald. Well, and then I look at the... But you can get first-round draft picks... You can get rid of that money. Yeah. Uh, you trade him. I mean, I think their window is closed again for a couple oh, of years. For at least for three years. Yeah. Jared Goff's not a franchise guy. Like, he's not like – he's and not a Tom Brady money. or Drew Brees or Brett Favre. He's not any of those guys. He's he's just – he's a I, game manager. I actually like them not paying Todd Gurley. Because he's getting old. No, and – the fact that he he's just not well, just look I mean, at he's the, got arthritis in his knees. So look at the recent. I mean, back. look at the well, recent old, stretch. Old, yeah, yeah. The recent stretch of bad running back contracts. Like, and we've seen teams like heck, the Patriots are the perfect model for it. Like, you don't need to overpay a running back to win a Super Bowl. You know who just overpaid a running back that's trying to win a Super Bowl? The Dallas Cowboys. Mm, well, Zeke's a different animal. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yeah, is he? That's he what is. we said about Todd Gurley two years ago. I saw. A, I was I glanced up at the TV the other day and it was the they showed a like a quick picture of the Cowboys cap situation and just the I don't know I mean the money they have alone up in you know Dak well now Dak for the one year Zeke Amari I mean, Amari got twenty million a year yeah that's a huge Demarcus contract. Lawrence is that's, like what five big. for a hundred yeah he's yeah. getting like eighteen million yeah. a year they yeah. <laughs> they're paying some big boys I mean but Jerry money. Jerry will overpay players yeah, yeah. Jerry will, Jerry will get up in there but Jerry likes selling jerseys yeah he does and really we just say that to you know talk about NFL teams and how they roster build and whether we agree or disagree with their cap decisions. But yeah, but. I mean, it, I mean, back on the Rams though, that's no. I think you start trading. You trade away Jalen Ramsey because now you have him. They just traded a lot for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you got to trade him back away. Try to get a first round pick out of him. You trade Aaron Donald away. See if you can get two first round picks out of him. See, uh, I, I don't. I mean, yeah, we we see the Jamal Adams situation where he's he's like asking to be traded because obviously the situation. The, the Jets. Rams weren't on that list that he gave though, was it? Were they? Well, but I'm not. No, I'm, not, no, no, I'm not saying. No, I'm not either. saying Adams trade. I'm saying like I don't see Aaron Donald as a guy who, if the Rams are, you know, if they're not winning, I don't see him as a guy who's going to complain and be like, well, I want out of here. Which well, I mean, no, he's not complaining, but you still get rid of yeah. him because you're not going to win. And if you're going to build for the future. Then you need to build for the future. I mean, I see, I could see Ramsey complaining. He just left the Jaguars well, to no, go to a team he was thought was Aaron Donald. Would yeah. Be. Oh, Donald. Okay. I could. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey Himself. complained with the Jaguars for yeah. the last like five weeks. He was there. Uh, so I think for sure you trade Jalen Ramsey and then you get rid of Aaron Donald. Not get rid of him, but you know you pay your respects and you say, hey man, we need this, and then you send him to the Houston Texans, who will give you all of their draft picks ever. What draft picks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they, for they, real. They, they're drafting next year. <laughs> They didn't draft last year, you would think. Yeah. They passed on the virtual draft. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, ultimately, so I guess we're all agreement Rams top five. Off bottom, seat. Bottom, bottom five. Oh, yeah, yeah bottom five. Oh. Yeah. Uh, another one of my bad teams, I have the Lions. Lions, uh, I don't have that one. You got rid of your best defensive player, and your defense is already bad. Um, you drafted Jeff Okuda. But he's not going to – I mean, young defense defensive uh, backs don't really translate right away often. I mean, maybe who did it right away? Um, sure, Davis White was pretty good for the Bills. Yeah. That's uh, – that's, who's uh, who I mean, was the Cardinals guy back in the day that – Pepe? Yeah, Patrick Peterson did. But really, you don't – like, they'll still pick on Jeff Okuda for a couple of years. I, was, I, I think the Lions are in that weird position, though, where they're kind of in a rebuild now. Yeah, so I think mm-hmm. they were just trying to get what they could for Slay before yeah. he gets old. Oh yeah, for sure. And that I don't have anything against that, yeah. but I still think that makes for a bad off season to make you worse. I mean, but like I just said though, they're in a rebuild, but then they go and sign Desmond Trufant. Yeah, I, I don't that get makes, that. Like, what are you doing? I'm, you need Which, to pick one or the other. Don't get me wrong, Desmond Trufant didn't have a terrific season last year, but he's still Desmond Trufant. He's over the hill. Yeah, for, yeah. he's what thirty something now, thirty one. I think he's up there. He's over thirty at least. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess y'all don't care about the 
lines as much as I did. I mean, I would I would probably. I mean, they'd probably be like a bottom five, like a bubble, like right outside yeah. the bottom mm-hmm. five. Um, I mean, I did like that they brought in DeAndre Swift because obviously we've seen on Johnson has had some injury history. And Nate disagrees. What do you think, Sam? <laughs> With what? DeAndre Swift. We think DeAndre Swift's going to be more valuable than Marlon Mack. You mean, I don't Car- see you mean that. Carry on Johnson? More valuable than Marlon Mack on the Colts? Yeah. Behind that line? Because we think. No, no, hang on. Because no, okay, we got him switched up. No, no, no. no. Deion, wait, hang on. Jonathan Taylor's yes, on the Jonathan Colts. Jonathan Taylor's on the Colts. Yeah, we're talking. About, we're talking about DeAndre Swift. Yes, but I'm comparing DeAndre. Oh, Swift okay. And sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Mack still. I thought we were talking about DeAndre Swift. I don't. Over that back I don't field. trust any running back that's on the Detroit Lions ever. <laughs> so to stay healthy, <laughs> to produce. I mean, uh, well, no. You had a uh, who's the guy that went to the Broncos last year? Amir Abdullah. Yeah, he produced a couple years ago. Yeah, he. Uh, he oh, it was off and on. Yeah, but still, like he had big games. He was one of the first you put in your lineup, though, and you'd be like, uh, "I hope he plays today." Yeah, you put him in in your lineup, you're like, "Wow, this guy could get me 32 points, or he or, may not play, or one point. Who knows?" <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't trust any Detroit running back. Uh, a team that helped their case for me today was the New England Patriots because they signed Cam Newton to a deal that will only help them. Like it can't hurt them. They if he does bad, they pay him 1.1 million dollars. If he does good, yep. they pay him seven point something million dollars, and they look like geniuses. Yeah, um, but I still think they had a bad offseason. You still have them in your bottom five. Yeah, they're still yep. in my bottom five. Yeah, I agree. Because because I mean, even I mean, yeah, it's Cam Newton. He did win an MVP, but and you drafted we don't, thirty-eight tight ends in the draft. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you don't know what Cam Newton. You don't know what his shoulder is going to look like, or what his shoulder is going to be like, whether he has some left or you know doesn't. But uh, for Nate Stamp on this pod, he sent us some stats in the group text today. Uh, Cam Newton's completion percentage on his nine-year career. What do you think it is? Oh, right. Oh, it's either right at sixty or less than sixty. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fifty-seven. Fifty-nine percent is mm. his completion. Okay, percentage I, I kind of, oh, yeah. Uh, he has not had a season above four thousand yards in the air, and he's only had one season where he's had thirty plus touchdowns. That was that MVP season. Okay, but what what receiver has he had since Steve Smith? Mm. Well, when was the last time he played? <laughs> was when Steve Smith was there. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. true. It's been a while. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, a lot of it just you know banks on is his shoulder going to be okay or is it not going to be okay? Because we've seen now his shoulder not being okay for also he what had that, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, as a receiver. Well, it's like you know McCaffrey kind of benefited from that because yeah. he he wasn't throwing the ball downfield, so it was like, hey, McCaffrey, <laughs> yeah, catch this, catch this ball behind the line of scrimmage and run and just do your thing. I but, mean, hot take. I I won't say Cam Newton's going to be a a top ten quarterback in the league this year. I wouldn't say that mm. with Bill Belichick. I mean, bold, the, the system. I I don't know. I still believe the Patriots are a complete. I system. I mean, he's got he's got Cam's going to excel to make him successful. I just and I think a lot of looking it, at Cam's recent numbers, I just can't say it. And I, and a lot of it too is going to have to bank on. I mean, if the shoulder is somewhat, you know, reliable, but I mean, still he, he can depend on what his legs are like he too. Zoom it, he, he can add he going. can add value with his legs in the offense. But does does he run in Bill Belichick's offense? Does Bill Belichick give him that freedom? I don't think he runs, but I think he will have the ability to scramble and make plays. I don't think he'll have design runs. No, no, no but not, that's not what makes that offense so great is that you didn't have to have a quarterback that scrambled because you had a guy because he was getting rid of the ball within three seconds of having the ball. I think it's still going to be like that. Yeah, I think Which Cam's is a nice why I'm passer. Saying, I don't honestly. think Cam's legs are going to matter because he's already going to be getting rid of the ball. It's just where's the ball going. Is it going to the receiver, or is it going behind him, below him, to the right, or is it going to a defender? Yes, yeah. we all know his arm's not very accurate. I so, but you're you're looking at numbers though from Cam being injured. I mean, no, that's I mean his you're, career, you're forgetting his career. Oh yeah, but and it's just fifty nine percent. But how many how many years injured. did he play where he wasn't completely healthy, or when he was throwing to bad receivers? Two. I mean, at least three, four. I think it's just two. You're forgetting. Had, I think you're forgetting accident. MVP Cam. He was nice. No, MVP Cam was good. I'm not taking that away from him, but, you know, that's the year the Panthers were good too. The MVP trophy is nice, but Tom Brady almost won it last year. So, yeah. does it really matter? I mean, it's going to go to the team that's yeah. winning. but And that was the year the Panthers almost won the Super Bowl. What, 2016? No. 15. 15? Yeah. 2015. Uh, it's when the Broncos came in there and gave him the business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then Cam wouldn't give a Cam didn't want to talk on the mic after that game. He was but, really sad. Uh, but uh, 
Moving on, I guess. Yeah. Another who, team who I have my on? another team I have my bottom five. Actually, I'm at four. Is the Minnesota Vikings? Hmm. Bottom. Bottom five. They had one of the best drafts of anyone. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't really make much. They got the Vikings. Xavier Rhodes. They were aging. They lost Stephon Diggs. Stephon traded Diggs. to Buffalo. They they lost Nambal Joseph, Trey Waynes. Yeah, they a good lost corner. Everson Griffin. I mean, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just off the top of my head when I think about their draft. It's like, man, they're, they got now, a little younger. I mean, they now, they're having to, now they're having to deal with the Dalvin Cook situation. Oh, yeah. That's true. So that does kind of I didn't of even mean, think about that. Yeah. That puts a black eye on the whole situation. It, uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I mean, they did bring in Justin Jefferson, which helps. But uh, do you think Dalvin Cook actually holds out? Do you think because with all the punishment that you get now for holding out, do you think he does? And it? I, okay, and I don't I, think he does. I, I listened I to the, I listened to this on a podcast. It was somebody said obviously the fines are much much harsher now under the new CBA. They signed in March or February, whatever it was. But and I think we talked about that one day. Yeah. Where I think I've heard I've heard some people say, oh, you know, he might you know just kind of hold out and sit out like two games or whatever. But there was a certain point I, I can't remember. We'll have to go look back at this, but. I, th- I, don't, I mean, I really don't think, honestly, my personal opinion, he doesn't hold out. I don't see where he, don't think he does. where he thinks he has the ground to hold out. He does. Well, he's he barely he, been healthy. He said he wants CMC money. Christian McCaffrey. That's not going to happen. No, no, sir. <laughs> he's not Christian McCaffrey. No, sir. I mean, but you also look at Melvin Gordon holding out. How'd that pay, pay off? <laughs> not, like, good. Mm. not good at all. He, now he's with, who Who did he sign with? The, uh, the Broncos. Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's in a loaded backfield and he didn't get the money he wanted. And like I said, like, again, like Dalvin Cook. Hasn't stayed. He stayed healthy what, one year. Yeah, when he's been in the league. This past this past year was his healthiest year. Yeah. yeah, and obviously he put up great numbers. But but yeah. everyone knew he put up great numbers. Yeah, he'd be healthy. Yeah, yeah. But if no, r- running back running back salary situations are just yeah. Zeke really screwed everyone on that by signing that huge mega deal. But it wasn't no, near what it was. Got. No, it was before that. It was like the David Johnson deal. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That was so yeah. long ago. The David Johnson and Todd Gurley deal kind of. Yeah. Screwed everybody, screwed the organizations, but yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I can you know, I can see where you know, I, I see big things the Vikings lost. Uh, I guess it just depends on you know what their defense does, losing like he said, Linville Joseph, and then they let Trey Waynes go, Xavier Rhodes, exactly. Yeah, Rhodes goes to where do you go? The Colts, yeah, he went to the Colts, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think their right. offense, their offense is still going to be solid because I mean, you basically just lose digs and bring in Justin Did Rhodes Jefferson go to the Colts or to the Dolphins. He went to the Colts. The Colts. Yeah. So they I got mean, to force Rhodes Buckner. didn't look good last year, but. Oh, yeah. Rhodes has been struggling, but. But, I mean, another one you know, we haven't talked about is Josh Klein. That's a nice offensive line piece they lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will Their say. Their offensive line always seems to whoever whoever comes in always seems to be fine. I don't but know I mean, if you, it, they you trade, have a coach there or something. And You trade Diggs for a first and get uh, Jefferson, but who would you rather have? Who do you know is a good receiver? Well, they traded Stephon Diggs for other reasons, though. They traded him because he was making he was making problems in the locker room. Yeah, uh, that's why they didn't want him there. You get Justin Jefferson, Which he's going to be a young to the guy. Bills, he's just going to be happy to play. That was a good trade. Another reason I think that Diggs, you know, this this something Diggs can kind of or not Diggs. Well, I'm not saying Diggs. Dalvin Cook, Cook needs to look at is now that Gary Kubiak is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. If I'm Dalvin Cook, if I'm Dalvin Cook, I'm thinking, okay, let me look back in the hit. You know, let's see, Kubiak ran Arian Foster, Arian Foster into the ground. He ran. Uh, oh, he, I mean, he didn't have to run Peyton Manning's running back to the ground. He no, Peyton Manning. But still, I mean, Kubiak is going to get the ball to the running back. So Dalvin Cook, just just play this year, and I mean, you're you're gonna you'll, you'll get your money next year. Yeah, it may not be from the Vikings. Yeah, but Gary Kubiak's going to feed you the ball yeah. and get you. You the have numbers. a better chance of having a good year and getting good money than holding out and then. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think what Stefanski did for this offense this past year, but then now he moves on, obviously, to the Browns. But that'll be yeah. the later subject. But uh, so yeah, I think are we let's see, are we about done with the Vikings. Yeah, and I think any do we have any other you know teams kind of. You know, maybe on the bubble or other teams in the bottom five that we probably haven't touched on. Uh, let me see if I can find one. We can. I mean, I have a bubble team we can talk about. That's the, uh, the Atlanta Seahawks? Atlanta Falcons. Oh, hmm. yeah. They lose. Well, they lose Hooper, but they gain. Uh, they uh, traded for Hayden Hurst a Hayden second, Hurst. which yeah. I think was he That's wasn't a worth expensive a second. For Hayden Hurst. I mean, there was some plenty of talent left in that round, yeah. but defensively, I mean, defensively they did lose Vic Beasley. Um, oh, but I mean, they basically replaced Vic Beasley and they signed Dante Fowler yeah. Jr. 
So Devontae Campbell is a big loss they had. Yeah, he led them in tackles. I I don't know. I just they had a good draft. They I had mean, a decent draft, but I don't. They didn't do anything to really help their case, and they needed to help their case. Yeah, uh, a lot to help the, in that division, especially now how good uh, sneak peek at later in the uh, episode, uh, especially how good the Buccaneers got. The Buccaneers mm. and Saints going to run that division, mm-hmm. and now the Falcons are just going to be look on the outside yeah. looking in. And the Falcons still have Dan Quinn as yeah. head coach. Well, I mean, I don't hate Dan Quinn. He's not. A, I mean, you, with this team though, this team was built. He's been to, to a win. Super Bowl. And you, you're losing – Julio Jones' window is closing. He's getting old. Matt Ryan's. Matt Ryan's closing. Yeah. I mean, they replaced Devontae Freeman with Todd Gurley, which I feel like that, is no improvement. It's, I feel like that's an upgrade. I mean, you mm-hmm. a, a nice Todd Gurley, but – Yeah, I think it depends on depends on the health of Gurley and yeah, the caliber of Gurley you get for a full yeah. season. But Yeah, and they bring in Dante Fowler, who was nice on the Rams, but I feel like – was just a product of how nice their defensive line was. Yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, the girly. I mean, looking at the girly situation too. I mean, I mean, it's not like there's a running back in the waiting, just saying like, "Oh, I'm ready to take over this backfield." I mean, it's like Brian Hill, Edo Smith, and oh, what's that? I can't think of the third guy's name. But so I mean, it's not like Gurley's going to have competition for touches in the offense. Which is the thing too. I don't think, I don't think Gurley is going to be real quick fantasy wise. Todd Gurley, what round? Oh. Um, I'm not touching Todd Gurley. I don't think I want to say based on his current ADP. Give him to me in a third round. In the third, give him to me in a third round. Mm. I won't take Todd Gurley until I have two other halfbacks on my team. I'll take him as a. I'll take him as a flex. Yeah, maybe. I would for sure take him as flex, maybe as an RB two if I have a top guy. If I get like a Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, first. You I'll, say third. Round for Todd Gurley. Yeah, I'd take him in a third. As if he was in the, if he was still there in the fifth, I think I'd take him. What do you think, Ponson? When are you taking Todd Gurley? Ah, uh, it's a tough question. Part of me wants to say, you know, I'll split the difference and just say the fourth. But I, I think I'm trying to look, I'm trying to pull up his ADP and see where he's going in drafts right now. Because I want to say based on his ADP or based on where he's probably going to go in a draft, I probably will. You probably won't get him. We'll probably rarely, depending on how many drafts I do have yeah, a share, but. I mean, the only reason I would get him is just because the lack of competition. In oh, and obviously, Atlanta. I think, I mean, heck, I mean, there's obviously upside with him being in that offense it, because with the, he's going to get Devontae it. With how Devontae Freeman used to perform when he was healthy, yeah. Okay, so his, okay, his current ADP is beginning early fourth round. So, so, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, late fourth round, if he but if he's still there, fifth round. I would, I would, uh, I would manage to take him in the third because if he's healthy – I want to see him in the OTAs. I want to see him running. I want to see him being fine. But you keep saying if he's healthy. They said he has arthritis. That's not something you just recover from. That's something you play through. Guys have done it before. But you play through it, but I'm saying, like, that's not a recovery thing. You just have it. I mean, guys have done it before. Yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like he's ever going to reach that level again. Oh, and, it's, and it's tough. I mean, and, we, and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people want to look at, like, oh, well, just look at the running back age curve. Because obviously there's a point where they're like mm-hmm. in their, you know, 27-ish, 26, 27-ish range. They kind of start to peak and decline after that point. Obviously we've seen that with David Johnson and some others at that about that age. Melvin yeah. Gordon. So, but oh, I like how we added a little fantasy twist in there. Anyways, um, we can move to the top. Who's our okay. number one uh, off-season team? I feel like we're all – are we all consensus number one on this? Tampa no, Bay. I think I'm different. Oh, yeah. oh, no, okay. Buccaneers. I've got Dolphins number one. Hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers for me. Yeah, I've, I've got Tampa Bay number one. Uh, Just you you add an all-time great at quarterback. You add an all-time great at tight end. You add Tristan Wirfs to the O-line. But we haven't seen Tom Brady – Play without, without Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick, and I, that, I mean, this is just strictly right now. This yeah, could just change. off. Yeah, yeah, I got um, you. Because I and I'm, I'm with you. I don't know how Tom Brady. I, I wouldn't put money that Tom Brady is going to be MVP caliber without Bill Belichick. I wouldn't put money on it. Mm-mm. But just but from what I can see, with the weapons the Bucks have, oh, that's yeah. yes, the weapons. It's nice. You still have Ndamukong Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, uh, and Shaq Barrett, so they're going to get pressure on the quarterbacks, and then. Uh, they also brought in. They drafted the. Uh, they brought in Keyshawn Vaughn. The safety. Yeah, and uh, Antoine, Antoine Winfield. Winfield. There you go. Yeah, and they got. Yep. I mean, they got a nice tackle in the. And I mean, when you room. look at their, 
and I guess part of one thing that makes a good offseason for a team is addressing the needs of your team. So when you looked at their defense, they needed safety help, they needed mm-hmm. tackle help. They well, I mean, they brought in a better quarterback in this situation, and then they added another another, another good tight end. Thirty picks. Yeah. Okay. Let's not. I won't take no Jameis Winston slander in here. He has LASIK now. He's gonna. Be, oh yeah. Is that is he's, that his problem? He's a Hall of Fame quarterback hey, now. Okay. Let's That's be, what he hey, said. Let's be honest though. You know, real real football player Jameis Winston, not very well, not very good. Fantasy, Fantasy football, Jameis. Well, I'll take yeah. it. Okay, who cares if he throws 30 picks, but he's probably going to, you know, the minus yeah. two. You can take the minus two because he throws for 400 yeah. yards. Cause the, now, will Brady have to throw – Brady's not going to throw that many times because they're probably not going to be losing a whole well, lot of games. Who are they going to be handing the ball off to, Keyshawn Vaughn? And, see that, and that, that, that's, probably, that, that's their biggest question mark is their Ronald running back. Jones. Their running back. And, Ronald I mean <laughs> – They got rid of Peyton Barber, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, I think he's found it, It'll be a mixture of – I mean – and I'm curious to see how that mix turns out with Keyshawn Vaughn and Ronald Jones. But the rest of the pieces on the offense. Do we think Ronald Jones has a fantasy value in the you know middle late rounds? Yeah, I do. Oh, I, him and Vaughn. I mean, as a flyer. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be. That's just a quick fantasy note. That's needed. Yes or no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with Tom Brady on the Patriots, I didn't, I never really liked a lot of Patriots backs because no. I didn't know. I mean, James who White Belichick was going to use that day. Their Tampa Bay's backfield. Okay, they're both they're both getting taken right at the turn of the ninth and tenth round. Yeah, so mid like rounds. exactly right back to back. So makes sense. Uh, so well, and here's the thing: you still have guys out there that you can go sign. Lamar Miller's out there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Freeman's out there now. Yeah, Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde, Lashawn McCoy. Uh, I don't care about Lashawn McCoy. I can um, see Devontae Freeman. Yeah, having a little. I think the only part, the only problem with. Here. The only problem with Tampa Bay at this point is their cap space is probably pretty minimal. Yeah, yeah, but I can see a veteran signing with them just wanting a Super Bowl. Yeah, just trying to get on a contending Uh, team. Let's move on to the Dolphins because I'm I I have the Dolphins at number two. That's who I have at one. one. Uh, Where do you have Ponson? Mm, Three, three. So we all have them one, two, three. So they would rank out at number two. Um, With what you added there in Byron Jones. And uh, oh, what's the other, what's the other corner's name? Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. Yeah. And they drafted Noah. I'm not gonna say the last name, but the cornerback out of Auburn. Tua. What no, no, I'm talking about the cornerback they drafted. In the oh first yeah, round. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm we. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just you added so much there. You draft Tua, then you get some O line help, then you go pay a couple guys to play defense. Yeah. It was such a good off season. They filled. A lot of holes when they have Calvin Noy, who I mean, come off the Patriots. You've seen how Patriots players go from. I mean, come off the Patriots, they usually don't perform great. Yeah, but Calvin Noy, from what we see, oh, is a nice linebacker. Yeah, Calvin Noy is and super then, monster. And then two solid edge guys with Shaq, who can I think can play inside some, and then Emmanuel Ogba from the Chiefs. Calvin Noy, I think, is going to be super nice. Yeah, so they got uh, some good like edge edge guys there. And I mean, Rusey, heck, when you look at their two best receivers in Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, like Preston Williams could, you know, potential mm-hmm. take another big step this year. Uh, Parker was obviously really good last year with Fitzpatrick, not Fitzpatrick. Well, a combination. A of mixture of Rosen and yeah. Fitzpatrick. Um, but, I mean, and then now the run, in the running back room, you've got they paid Jordan Howard, yeah. and then they also bring in Matt Breida. So that's, two, that's two solid guys there. That'll be another right. interesting. You know what the Dolphins should have done? They should have tried to get DeAndre Hopkins. Oh gosh, they could have got him for cheap. You get him for I don't, nothing. I don't think the Texans trade within conference to the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't in their division. Yeah, but I mean, they sent the NFC. The Texans are in the AFC. I know what I'm saying, but the Texans oh, sent Hopkins to the that's NFC. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think they would care. They've traded with the Dolphins before. They got Laramie Tunsil from him. That's true. From him. Yeah. So I, you already had that familiarity. If if I were them, I'd have went and tried to get DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but with the Dolphins too, though, I don't think they trade draft capital, which they've been building for. Yeah, that is true. The whole year for yeah. one player. But, uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think we all agree, Dolphins had a pretty sol- pretty solid off season, and they still have uh, uh, cap space to deal with. Yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, and they, they get Rick on Davis. 
the interior defensive yeah. guy out of Alabama, mm-hmm. and then an East Texas guy and Brandon Jones. What's up? Nacogdoches. Safety. Uh, which I think he I think he slipped further than he should have. Which oh safety yeah. was pretty deep in the draft, but I think he's gonna be a nice addition to that team for sure. Uh, who else do we want to talk about up there? I'll throw the uh, I'll throw the Colts out there. Oh, top I like five that. top five off season. I have, I like yeah, that. and I obviously obviously there. the biggest thing there is you bring in Philip Rivers um, and DeForest Buckner. You trade DeForest for Buckner. DeForest Buckner yeah. a couple of days before the draft and Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, I mean the I mean I don't think the Rhodes situation yeah, can I hurt. I don't think it's a huge. Because I think he's he's definitely on the da- decline. Let's but say he goes back to being who he was. Oh, then yeah. Well, then it's That's a, a it's deal. a win if for them. If he's even a part of what he yeah. was. But That's then they they draft Jonathan Taylor, who you know I think what is it? Did me and you agree on yeah, Taylor? We agreed on Taylor. And Nate, Nate is still on the Mac train. And okay. Possibly new Nate. Yeah. Nate two point oh. Oh, you think train. Mac's more valuable than Taylor? No, I think Taylor's going to be more valuable. Yeah, than we Mac we we essentially think that Taylor's going to take over the backfield, but Nate seems to think that Marlon Mack Marlon Mack is going to continue to. But I mean, I would. I think they're both going to eat this year. I. I mean, you have Philip Rivers, who who is on the down end of his backs. career. Behind the offensive line, they're going to run the ball a lot. Here's my problem with Marlon Mack. You have Philip Rivers now. Marlon Mack's not a pass catcher. Well, but I mean, and I think at that point, I mean, they already have Nime Hines. So we already know Nime Hines is their pass mm-hmm. catcher. So. It's like, and Hines is. I mean, Taylor probably won't get a whole lot of pass down work, which I would probably think that he's better than. Marlon Mack at the pass catching ability, but I mean yeah. they're still going to use Nine Hines at that point. So do y'all think Michael Pittman has Ooh, fantasy yeah. value? Yes. I like I like Michael Pittman. I mean, Rivers is going to give him chances. He's going to throw some jump balls. About it before, you think. know how and I think I can't remember if we talked about this in the last or one of the pods, but you know how I think is really probably going to emerge as and I I really don't want to say this because it you know say it, it might mess up some of my drafts, but you know who I really think is going to be the most valuable receiver on that team? T. Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell, Paris. Yeah, well. When That's you look wrong at because it's T.Y. Hilton. When you look at who, when you look at the receivers that Rivers targets, I mean he's not he's not an aired out downfield kind of guy. I mean, I mean he's going to. Keenan gonna, Allen got plenty of catches last year. No, yeah, because Keenan Allen's a slot short. Rivers will air it out for an interception. And so I mean Paris Campbell plays the slot, so maybe. I mean I still think T.Y. Hilton's too good to be over. Oh, I mean yeah, T.Y. is going to be good because I mean, you know Rivers probably hasn't played with a deep threat of T.Y. Mm-hmm. Hilton's caliber. Yeah, but I still think. Who do you have? Mike Williams as his deep threat. Yeah, last year was Mike Williams. And they had, um, well, Tyrell Williams was. Yeah, Tyrell Williams was there. So. Yeah, he was with the Chargers. Yeah, Tyrell Williams came up with the Chargers. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I like what the Colts did. They addressed some things on defense and brought in, you know, the main position they needed quarterback. They obviously have a great offensive line. So. Yeah, they do have a terrific offensive line. You pick up DeForest Buckner, you help the defense that was already good. Uh, you still have Okariki at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're well. They lose. Uh, Ebron was with them last year, right? Yeah, but which they bring in Trey Burton, who I think is kind of still an underrated tight end. Who's I mean, Eric you still have, Ebron. You know, you, you still have Jack yeah, Doyle. I think he's been underutilized. You still have Jack. You still have Jack Doyle. So it's True. like tight end room's not really changing yeah, that much. Be fine. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Yep. Where do Where do y'all have them ranked? Because I, I have them at three. Yeah. Uh, they had a really good offseason. Which, I mean, they fooled us before. They've had great off-seasons before. Oh, um, yeah. No, oh, not yeah. flat. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just off of what we see on paper, the Cleveland Browns had a very good offseason. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the defense's guy name? Miles Garrett? No, not the uh, guy that they drafted? just paid. Yeah, the one oh. they drafted. What's his name, Ponson? I know you know it. Dra- like this This Yeah, draft? just drafted this Yeah, year. Grant Delpit? Yes, Grant Delpit. Thank yeah. you. Oh, we were talking. Yeah, uh, we were talking about him for the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome because they got him at a steal in what the second round. Yeah, I believe so. And then you go get Austin Hooper, and then you get Jack Conklin. You really needed to solidify that. They O-line, needed O line help. Got well, Jack Conklin. you get Conklin, and they drafted uh, Jarek Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wills from Wills, Alabama. Yeah. Wills. Yep. Um, so that O line may actually help Baker Mayfield now. Yeah, he's not going to be just running for his life now. Yeah, he was not going to be throwing picks without seeing where he's throwing the ball, which he may do that anyway because Baker Mayfield is kind of dumb. Uh, did y'all see the thing where he's on a short lease, leash mm, this year? I, I, I did see, yes. I, I saw that the coach, run by the screen. Stefanski said uh, he's not going to put up with any of his crap. Like oh, his, like his little Yeah, Stefan, he, he, he basically antics. said he's like, you know, Baker will have – like he'll have a, le- like a leash this year. So if, he, if he's not performing, then – I'm saying, but who would – who do they have behind him? 
Oh, who is their back? I don't. I don't <laughs> even like to tell you their back. Like do they Can have he afford a to have a short lease on him? Um, hang on, I've got it right here. The Cleveland Browns backup quarterback to oh, uh, oh Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I forgot it. Sorry. Oh, I didn't. Case I Keenum. You're hmm. right. He, he, <laughs> I mean, Case Keenum with that offense, he might actually. He's a pretty good little game manager. Yeah. Uh, and all you gotta do is get the ball to Jarvis Landry or Odell. That yeah. t- that team could be so good. They I mean, really could. Austin Hooper. We could we could Austin have the, we could David have Njoku. That's an we could have this same we could have a similar podcast like this at the end of the year, basically saying, you know, what teams capitalized off their great off seasons. And I mean heck, for all we know the Browns could be last because we said, Okay, they did all this yeah, all these great again. things and then it just like, like they nothing. did last year? Yes, like last yeah, year. Pull, pull me once. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> Gosh, it, the third time probably the Browns. Like, and I mean, you bring in okay. Now there was always the head coach question mark, but like you bring in Stefanski, he just did great things with the Vikings, and that was a big move. Yeah, like, it, I think a, that coach it's a very a positive deal. move. Was losing Freddie Kitchens, yeah, <laughs> just who didn't know what he was deal. doing at all. <laughs> it looked like he didn't. I think he knew what he was doing. I don't think anyone else did, which was the problem. Um, he was definitely uh, playing it by ear the whole year. <laughs> he wasn't very good. <laughs> Uh, we want to move on to the Mile High Broncos at four. That's I mean, where do you who do, what do y'all have it for? I have the cards at four. Oh, that's a good one too. Potson, I had the Browns at four. Okay, the the, uh, the other one of my top five was the who had Buccaneers Colts. Hang on, where my thing go? Oh, where would it go? I had Broncos on the said. right outside on the bubble. Yeah, they're my bubble. Too. Yeah, okay, I so, do like what they did though. So where did you have the Cardinals, Potson? Ooh, not in the top five. Really? Mm-mm. With the draft and, you know, that guy they picked up named DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I mean, I think when you – I mean, Getting my, rid of a terrible contract and a terrible running back and David Johnson. Kind of helping stop the run game on defense. Mm. You open up the game for Kenyon Drake. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know. Come on, Bonson. Yeah, on the bubble. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll see how it goes. Any team that gets hop. Especially with a quarterback yeah. like Kyler Murray, it's, yeah. that's an improvement. Well, and then you add Isaiah Simmons, the most versatile player in the whole draft. Which, uh, back on him too, Devonja Campbell is a very good pickup yeah. for that linebacker. I court. agree. Uh, and that, that's probably where you're going to put Isaiah Simmons as that linebacker. Uh, Which he can also play some safety too. But Yeah, I agree. He's super athletic. Yeah. Um, what else did they do? They helped the offensive line also with Josh Jones out of Houston. I forgot which, about that. He slipped mm-hmm. in the third round, which that's a really good pickup there. Very athletic yeah. tackle. Mm-hmm. I wish, uh, man, I, I I don't see where else they needed. I guess they need a tight end. What did they have at tight end? They still have the A and M guy, right? Seals Jones. Oh Ooh, no, Seals no, Seals Jones. I think is gone. Is he? Hang on, uh, I can I, I can pull it up real quick. A and M guy, Christian Kirk. Kirk, yeah, yeah Kirk's Kirk. there. I mean, their wide receiver room is. Pretty yeah, nice they still now. have Fitzgerald there, who's somehow still tight yeah, end. Still, tight end, they have Max Williams, eh. uh, Dan Arnold. Don't care. And <laughs> he's very undersized. Nobody. I mean, Max Williams got 490 snaps last year, and he's the highest. So, so yeah, that could definitely tight end room's a little thin at this point. Yeah, so they could use a tight end, but other than that, offensively, you don't really need much. Um, and I think we looked like. I mean, this offense is going to be good because I think when we talked about when we talked to. Uh, Talked about Kenyon Drake on the running back rankings is that the offense just is designed to play in so much space, and it just you know Drake Drake was efficient. Now I don't know how efficient he'll be. I don't think he can keep up the efficiency he did in the short span when you put him in a full season. But he'll still be good. Obviously, adding DeAndre Hopkins is going to open up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Now let's say I think the Cardinals could jump up in everyone's boards if they do this one move: Jadavian Clowney. Mm. They go get him, you add pressure, and then you have Isaiah Simmons to ball hawk like Ponson does in Madden and just <laughs> pick everything off. Um, that would be a good move, but I don't see Clowney going there. Because you, you look at his would? list, his list is basically just contenders to Super Bowl. I don't think the Cardinals are there yet. I think they've improved a lot, but I don't see them there yet. Okay. That's fair. And see, I don't, I don't oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, who are they going to contend with in that division? Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks or, yeah. I think the Seahawks are the runaway favorites Clowney, there. And they had Seahawks a and 49ers. Oh, yeah, they're not going to beat the Niners. Yeah. Well, uh, I forgot the Niners. Never mind. Not yeah. runaway favorites. My team. <laughs> yeah, that's Boston's. In Madden. 
this pot's insane. Jimmy G, the handoff god. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G throwing dots on Madden God. <laughs> he does do that on Madden. Yeah. I don't understand because he's not actually that good. Not at all. Um, who else do we have in the top five? Let's see. Ponce, who else do you have? Let's see. I had Bucks. I had Bucks in the top five. We had Dolphins in we the talk, top five. We spoke on Colts already, right? We yeah, had we Colts in the top Colts. five. Do we, we speak on y'all? Didn't speak on Broncos in depth. No, yeah, we can talk about the Broncos and what they added in the Alabama receiver. They had two two of the top receivers. Somehow they got Jerry the G. KJ Hamler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you add you lose Chris Chris Harris Jr. But you add AJ Bouye. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know. Yeah, but, cool. And you bring in Jarrell Casey yeah, from the Which Texans. that was a still of a trade. Yeah. A seventh? Like, oh, Jarrell for Casey? Sure. I, I, I completely agree. Jarrell Casey was – he's a third-round guy. Yeah. Uh, or a, and then a, a pretty nice guard, but they lost uh, – what, McGovern, I believe? I don't even know. Who'd they but bring they in? who they bring, bring in? Glass – what's that? Uh, Glasgow. Yeah, Glasgow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the guy that we haven't even talked about that we talked about earlier, Melvin Gordon. Mm. So you help out that run game. I, I don't mind the move. I think it's. I don't I think understand. It. I'm with you, like because Philip Lindsay was doing great. I mean, you still have Royce Freeman. Back to back thousand yard yeah. seasons. Who has? I mean, he didn't show nothing. But yeah, I don't think Royce Freeman's going to matter anymore. I think he's going to be gone. I think he may even get cut. I think Melvin's a good insurance, but Philip Lindsay is is their number one. You still think Philip Lindsay's going to be the number one? Dang! After what they just paid Melvin Gordon. They, I mean, they didn't pay Melvin that much. Compared. I mean, more than what they're paying Philip Lindsay. I mean, what was obviously. it? Well, yeah, because Lindsay was what undrafted or a seventh yeah, round. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was an undrafted. What, what Gordon? Wait, what's that on here? Oh yeah, Gordon got two for sixteen. So yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, but I don't think okay. Gordon's not the bell cow. Gordon, you, Gordon, I think I still think Gordon gets the majority, but Lindsay is definitely going to be utilized, especially after what he did the past two well, years. He's got, I don't understand why they went. And I think Lindsay's got more fantasy value. Oh, and probably, pro- probably where he's ta- where Lindsey is going in drafts. He probably will be the more valuable guy. Yeah, but but who scores more points? Lindsay. Fantasy points overall. Who scores more? Oh, I still think Gordon does. Just because goal line or probably. Yeah, I, I but I agree with the value thing. I think Philip Lindsey, you're going to be able to get in, what the seventh, eighth round, mm-hmm. probably. Probably, ooh, probably later than that. Yeah. What do y'all and think then, about Drew Locke? Oh, with, I love with this offense. I love Drew Locke. Yeah. Hang on, real quick. Gordon Gordon's going in the beginning of the fifth round. Philip Lindsay is going in the middle of the eleventh. Wow. So yeah, no, that, I don't think it's be, that big of a difference. No, I, I don't think. I, yeah, I don't think they're. Lindsay's yeah. definitely going to be your better value pick. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I'll be getting Gordon. Yeah, I wouldn't. Especially in a PPR, because Lindsay will probably be the pass catcher. Because yeah. I mean, he, that's what he's been doing the past yeah. two years, and he was good at it. I don't. I, I didn't understand why they went and got him when you had Philip Lindsay still and a serviceable Royce Freeman, but now that you bring in Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman's probably. And they also have Amir Abdullah still. Yeah, exactly. Which you brought up earlier. Uh, I don't know. It, I've, I think it's insurance. I feel like he's going to be used once again the same way as the Chargers. Yeah, because he's not like the pass catcher guy. Eckler, yeah, maybe what they're trying to do. Um, any other bubble teams we want to talk about? Like you know, I guess the Cowboys. Oh. What they did. As what the top five, or as like bubble top? around the top five? I, I would, wouldn't. I think I had them around like. They lost eight. too much to be. I agree. They up lost there. Uh, Byron Jones, but you bring in Ceedee Lamb, which to me was probably the best pick of the draft mm-hmm. because he fell way too far. Yeah. Well, you even look at here at the Broncos. They took Jerry Judy, who wasn't even the best receiver on his team. Yeah. Above Ceedee Lamb. Exactly. I, think, no, I agree. I think Ceedee Lamb should have been. And I, me and Pons talked about this. I thought Ceedee Lamb should have been the first receiver off the board. Yeah. I think, and this does this has nothing to do with the Cowboys or anything, but and it's funny because Alabama has the two. They got Ruggs and we just Judy come out this year for the draft, yeah. but then their two receivers next year are probably oh it's, I I got them mixed up yeah you did yeah I'm sorry it's all right Waddle and Waddle and Devonte Smith will probably get drafted higher than what these two did this year. That's funny. Well, here's yeah. my thing: C.D. Lamb caught passes from two Heisman's, and Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. But did C.D. Lamb help make them Heisman's? That's what I'm. That's my. I mean, the, both those guys won Heisman. I don't think that he wasn't part of the reason. Yeah, I mean, like, C.D. Lamb in space was. Yeah. Uh, Big Twelve. Also, let's not Cowboys, forget it was in the Big Twelve. Okay. Yeah, it was in the they, Big Twelve. They played. SEC. Uh, <laughs> God, I sound like an Aggie. Yeah, you do. You SEC. Know. That's the SEC. only thing y'all can root for is SEC. SEC. Mm, that's uh, funny though. I pick at my friends too. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton. Best backup in the league now. 
by far. Um, are you kidding me? Yeah. Jameis Winston, excuse me? No. Lacey, Jameis Winston. <laughs> At least Andy Dalton has playoff experience. <laughs> hey, if you know if the Saints want to throw 20 interceptions, then... He's not... I'm telling y'all, y'all are going to... Y'all gonna eat some words on the Jameis Winston. <laughs> He's not gonna play slander. this year. What do you mean we're gonna? Once eat Breeze our words? retires, he only signed a one-year deal. I don't know. What I'm saying, Jameis Winston. You seen that man squinting? He couldn't see, and he still did that work. <laughs> my, my okay. My biggest problem. <laughs> back to the Cowboys. My biggest problem <laughs> with uh, their biggest loss to me was Travis Frederick. Yeah, that was because that O line is elite, and it's still gonna be elite. But it's not going to be the best O-line in the game this year, I don't think, anymore. Which they haven't been. They've been overhyped the last few seasons. They've still been very good. They've been good, but people like still overhyped them, I feel like. And I think, I mean, I, I mean, their O-line is still going to be good. Because, I mean, you still have Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. But you have Tyron then, Smith who can't, who has had back issues and hasn't been able to stay on the field. Yeah, and health's a big thing. I mean, But I think a lot of people, I mean, and I agree, like, obviously losing Travis Frederick because, I mean, the center in an offense, like, you can just see, like, I mean, heck, the Eagles have – Jason Kelsey. Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, and like when your center position is the captain of your line, and he knows how to direct direct everything yeah. and get them lined up. Like, I mean that Frederick. I mean that that's going to be that the biggest thing. Yeah. That's so, a huge loss. James Looney, we've seen him before. Joe, Joe Looney, Looney, Joe Looney. Yeah, we've seen him before, and he's done decent in his limited like. I mean, we'll see. Playing. Connor McGovern, I think, could easily win that. Yeah, which we didn't job. get to see him last year. No, but I. But think the only only they, two they solid mainstays on the off the line now are Lowell Collins and Zach Martin. Yeah, because you can't count on Tyron Smith anymore. No, you can't. But Zach Martin's still the best right guard in the game. Yeah, and there's no there's no question. Ponson has him in our Madden league. No question, he's still the best right guard in the game. Oh, Lowell yes. Collins still very good. Um, but you add Trayvon Diggs in the draft. Yeah, which I think was another steal in the uh, second. Could, well, he had first round value. People were saying yeah. he should have gone middle of the first round. He goes an Alabama defender. Hmm. Yeah, they're uh, pretty good. You add Joe you know, McCoy. SEC. You add Don Terry Poe. Don Terry Poe. We'll see what you get. Joe McCoy. You know what you're going to get. You're gonna I mean, they're pressure. I feel like Don Terry Poe is going to be a situational player. Oh yeah, like you know, you know, big run stuffing D lineman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. McCoy. I mean, you know, McCoy has his own skill set. And like we were talking about earlier, Alden Smith, Randy Gregory, they could be. If Randy Gregory back. gets reinstated, they could be a, a presence <laughs> on the edge. Randy and Gregory. here's here's why I kind of like the Cowboys offseason. Not not that I loved it. Obviously, I didn't put in my top five. They're a bubble team. Uh, you finally figured all the Dak stuff out for this year. Now you can just play football. Now you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about what's well, Dak going to sign. Who cares right now? Just go try. If he win- I think if he wins this year, if he doesn't go eight and eight, I think Jerry gives him whatever he wants. Sounds like I mean, Jeff. Sounds like Jeff Fisher. If he there's doesn't, if he been doesn't go eight too. Eight. I don't know if y'all want to speak on this, but the Jets have interest in Lel Collins for Jamal Adams. No, it's been rumored. Well, you don't have the not a chance. Yeah, he I wants think. to go somewhere where he signs, and you don't have the salary cap to sign. Yeah, but he would. I feel he he's would take a take discount. A he's not to play for the Cowboys. No. Now you know in a in a perfect world, you know something does get worked out, and Jamal Adams is on the Cowboys defense. Then I nah, mean, you, mm. you do clear some money trading low Collins, though. But then you make that offensive line worse, and now you're going to. You be do. I I don't think it would ever happen. But I'm just saying it's. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I. Jamal Adams is a dude, though. You just He's, paid Zeke to be right. the star. He yeah. can't be the star on a mediocre, less than mediocre offensive line. Yeah, yeah, you went in the trenches, so I wouldn't do it personally, but it would be a. If you're we, the Cowboys well, haven't thing, seen a good safety in so long, I wouldn't mind seeing it. If you're getting Jamal Adams, they don't want players, really. I mean, they they may want like a pitch in linebacker because they do need a linebacker, but they're gonna want picks. They want your first rounder. I mean, they would trade for a young player that's gonna be there for a while though. Maybe who's already on a contract. What is what's Lyle Collins' contract look like? I think he's on a five year deal. I mean, well, how many is years? He, is he, is he, is it, wait, is Collins still on his rookie deal? No, he signed an extension. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. I think he still has like four or five years left on it. Yeah. Well, I think if if they get Jamal Adams, if that happens to happen, yes, their offseason becomes that much better, especially losing a guy in the secondary at a different position, but in the secondary, uh, it does make you that much better. But I think uh, I, I, I still like the Trayvon Diggs thing. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still guys first year in the league at that position kind of have it tough because they get targeted so much because people want to pick on them. But 
Yeah, I personally like the Ha Ha signing too because it allows yeah. for Xavier Woods to Clinton Dix to not have to play in the box so much. He'll be good. Uh, that will take a little pressure off of Woozy, or Woozy A, or however you pronounce his name. Um, well, I mean they'll have Woods playing the other safety position. Yeah. Unless I mean I don't know what they're gonna do with the Woozy A yet. Well, they they had talked about moving him, and then they're telling him just be flexible. And a guy like a Woozie, who's what? How old is he now? Like twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, he's around there. Around there, you know, he's kind of been in the league a couple of years. He kind of wants to know what he's doing. Like he doesn't want to be that guy. Hey, be able to do everything. Like, tell me what I'm doing. Because uh, as a guy like Isaiah Simmons, you can do that because he's coming into the league. Like, yeah. hey man, you're gonna earn your money doing this. Well, I mean, the Cowboys did the same with Byron Jones. They moved him from safety to corner, which yeah. would be the opposite, but. You look at how that panned out, it did pretty well. But were there any more bubble teams, I guess? Uh, Maybe the Bills. I mean, yeah, I mean, not one, I mean. Adding this, adding Stephon Diggs, drafting A.J. Epinesa. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, yeah, the Bills, I think we can just probably mention them because I think we don't want to run this episode too long. But, uh, yeah, the Bills probably be a bubble team, and I think we pretty much just see, I think we all had, what, the Bucks in our top five. Mm-hmm. Bucks were number one. The Browns were in our top five. I think I'm excited to see Diggs with uh yeah Josh yeah, Allen. With Josh Allen, that that's gonna be nuts. Just seeing him air that ball mm-hmm. up, seeing Stephon Diggs go get it. I can't wait for that. Hmm. The, the oh, the Bills also did sign Josh Norman. I forgot about that. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that out there. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. We talked about the Dolphins, Cardinals. Uh, and then I think we get, then after that I think we to a bunch of the middle of the pack teams who kind of. You know, didn't do anything great, but didn't do anything to hurt him. Yeah. So, but other than that, uh, that was our us breaking down the off season, off season rankings, kind of like a top five, bottom five scenario, and and the NFC East and the NFC East, which you know we had a a very unbiased source in the NFC East debate, but uh, we want to thank <laughs> Sam for joining us today, yep. new man Sam, or other words known as a uh, Nate two point Yeah. New Nate, that's what we'll call him, yeah. New Nate. We can call, we can call yeah. him Sam, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, for Blake Ponsar Ponson, New Nate Sam, and Andrew Hines, it was nice seeing y'all. Stick. Thanks for sticking with us so long. We'll see you next time.